This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jimmy Butler played great. The Celtics played okay. As Joe Mazzulla would uh, tell everyone, they won three out of four quarters yesterday, although the third quarter was pretty abysmal. 46 points allowed in the third quarter by the Celtics, and we're running down the myriad of issues from last night's game one. And let me throw this in there as well, Foyer. Maybe, just maybe, this is just who this team is. I want to go to Jalen Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown was asked about the intensity of his team after last night's game. This is interesting. We came out too cool. Like, it was just almost like we was just playing a regular season game. Like, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, come on. We got to play with more intensity than we did today. And uh, we just got to be better, including me. Now, if I may ask. Wasn't that an issue under Brad Stevens? I'll save it. Yes, it was. Yeah. Wasn't it an issue last year under Ime Udoka? Yes, it was. And it's an issue here with Joe Missoula this year. Same thing. So it's got to be Missoula's fault. Uh, no, listen, I know you keep <laughs> you keep kind of flirting with this. Why everybody's stupid wanting Missoula fired? Nobody wants him fired. Nobody who has called for his head. One guy today. One guy wants him fired. Oh come on! If we went through what? the chats, if we went through all the comments and stuff, no. But my point in bringing that up is three coaches, same issue. Maybe that's just what this team is. Well, I do think there is some obvious personality roster issues. It's just I think everybody likes each other, you know. But I do think there are some obvious, I don't know, issues there because. This is the same thing. This it happens every single year. We right. keep saying, and and and, and we can go. Is back. it just a Brown we and can, Tatum thing? Well, let we can listen. If you want to hop in the hot tub uh, time machine and go back to that the 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 sound from Jason Tatum when he was ta- after that uh, during that Atlanta season. I don't know what game it was, game three or game two or something like that. How he talked about we got to go back and act like we're down, and they ended up losing to Atlanta. So because everybody's wondering if they had learned their lesson from last year. And here he comes saying, yo, yeah, we've learned our lesson. Well, you got to make sure we come out there and play the right way. We got to act like we're down. Again, this is if I had a few times last year where we kind of relaxed. Good job by Nick on finding that. If I had control of this, you would have had that Tatum thing ready to go. I had it right there. Oh, we're definitely doing it. like he's in his own brain. We are definitely doing this tomorrow. We are definitely 
giving Christian a little bit of control of I'm the gonna play uh, my own drops. of the audio. I'm gonna play my own drops. You know drops. what's gonna, gonna happen is he's gonna spend more time thinking about the drop and how to set it up than what he's gonna say, and you're gonna distract yourself. But please, probably here's, here's the thing. Probably I'm trying not to make it tougher on ourselves, not relaxing. You know, damn near going there with the mindset of we down three one and we and we gotta win. How come three coaches have not been able to figure this out? Because if they're if we're being serious now, and as much as we've talked about Joe Missoula and all that, right? If we're being serious, the biggest issue, in my opinion, for the inconsistencies of this team is what Jalen Brown just said. We came out like it was a regular season game. We didn't have enough intensity. Or even Joe Missoula, who we heard earlier. When uh, pressed by Gary Washburn on the timeouts and all that kind of stuff. And it was the whole, no, we were prepared. We won three of the four quarters. It's just that the one quarter that they lost ended up costing them the game. But was that because the coach didn't call timeouts? Or is that because this team has continually thought they're better than what they are and it's shown in their effort? See, this is why. Do you buy that? By Jalen Brown, do you buy that they weren't ready to play the game? No, no, no. I don't think he said they, were, they weren't ready. I, I think they, they, they I played like the first it was a regular half, season they were, game. I think he, to me, the reference that play, – play Brown one more time there, Nick. I want to hear – It came out too cool. Like, it was just almost like we was just playing a regular season game. Like, it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, come on. We got to play with it more intensity than we did today. And – uh we just got to be better, including me. I don't necessarily think he was talking about the start of the game. I think he was picking it up almost after halftime. Okay. Well, that's that, how I view that. But well, okay, because at the beginning of the game, we both kind of agreed it was a little hectic. Each side there was like way out of control. I I don't do the pat yourself on the back, but I remember saying to you yesterday that I thought the Celtics in the first half were going to be really good, and then let's see how they kind of finish because so, we know that Miami was going to push back in a big way, and this team has at times fallen in love with themselves. So let me ask you, how did you feel at halftime before the third quarter? Like, how did you feel about you know? I th- their ability to close out. I end. thought that uh, it would just be a tight game into the fourth quarter and the Celtics would find so, a way so, to win. So the first half didn't give you like a false false sense of security like, oh, look at us. We we, we handled this. We're, we're controlling the game. We're in charge. It's more about Miami's ability to bounce back from adversity than it was the Celtics falling in love with their first half performance. But in reality, it was both. Is that they, the Heat pried it up. They just really scored a bunch in the in the third quarter and didn't balance it out in the fourth. But yeah, I mean, see, and I, this, is, I, and this is what like I guess this is what makes my just drives me nuts because you can't trust the team. No, and, yeah, and then and then here's the other thing: there was so much like just call it evidence of uh, what you should be mindful of. I always say I always use the word mindful with my wife if I want her like if I don't want to like get in a fight. You know, it's like a polite way of saying you should know better. Like why that that was stupid? Like don't be stupid. I say be mindful of this. You have a Rolodex yeah. of those. Yeah, Hug it's, like, you, it's like, like safe words. It's like corporate speak to <laughs> yeah. your wife. Yeah. is really what it is. Yeah, it's safe words. It's like it's a safe you, zone. Right. You can't say to someone in a corporate environment, "You dumb son of yeah. a bitch." But yeah, because I've been accused so many times of just being just crass and like you know showing no empathy. So sure. So I think there was enough evidence 
like based on just the heat, based on what you what, what you know about the heat during the regular season, what you know about the heat during last year's playoff run in the Eastern Conference Final, uh, what you what you saw and what you know about the heat in their last two series. Guys, they won the first game. They beat the Bucks. Hey guys, they beat the Knicks and they also won that first road game. Like this is not a team that you can just, you know, let your guard down. They're going to come back. They're like a bunch of werewolves that you just can't kill them. You just can't kill them. So the fact that Jalen Brown is saying that actually bugs me even more. And it should bug you more because it's the same old thing. No, you What's know what the it definition is? of insanity? Doing the Do- same thing over and over again. Yeah, expecting a different outcome. Okay, but this is maybe where you and I sort of separate on the aggravation highway because I think I might be making the bigger mistake. Instead of getting more upset over it because it's happened a bunch, even in this postseason, there's the part of me that is starting to accept that this is who they are. That the Celtics are a team that's going to make it harder on themselves. That they are going to look back and there is that revisionist history instead of in the moment recognizing, oh my God, this isn't good enough. We have to pick up our level of engagement on the defensive end. We have to start to do things better, da-da-da. I think it's just who this team is. Because on the whole, the core, whether it's Stevens, Udoka, or now to Joe Mazzula over the last couple of years, they've added Brogdon, they've added White, but it's been Tatum, Brown, Al, Time Lord, Grant Williams is in there as well. I just think this might be their personality and who they are. Now, the question is, will it keep them from getting to the mountaintop? Well, there is, um, you know, now you can sit there and look at every championship team, probably, right? Um, and you can look at games where it was almost like a scheduled loss. It was a predictable loss. You know, history will, will tell you if the home team loses at home game one, they usually come out like a bunch of crazed animals in game two looking like the Celtics looked in game five. Massive defensive, you know, intensity. Just tenacious. Hey, first one to the loose ball gets a cookie. That type of thing. Like, everybody (laughs) gets an award. Everybody gets a treasure. Dangle the ice cream in the cookies. Yeah. Hey, listen, first one on the floor. Like, hey, or I would also, the other thing I would tell Tatum is, like, the ground's on fire. There's there's so many things that he does that are just so, just, you should have learned Four years ago. Like, like it, who should have learned four years ago? Who, you know? No, no. Meaning of the guy of, of Tatum, Brown, Smart, all these guys who are going through this roller coaster ride, they take us on up and down, inconsistent. Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't, sometimes they blow doors, sometimes they save it in the fourth quarter, whatever it is. Who has to be the one to lead the way to change that? I don't think a coach is going to be able to. See, I got to find out if I because I, I put this in there this morning and I and I and I I believe it like in my bones. What's that? Uh, let me see. Yeah, I put this stuff in here. You always move it around because I can't remember what I said. Well, because yeah, you just pile it in there when you're sitting at a stoplight. Okay, I know that's true. Shh, don't say that. <laughs> don't look at if you looked at my life three sixty. Woof. Um, all right. <laughs> Somebody, the one thing that you, I look at the heat with, it, the heat, and I'm like, wow, they have a really clear lines of, like, uh, you know, jobs, right? And the captain is obviously Jimmy Butler. Like, he is 
in charge. There's no question asked. Everything runs through him. He sets up the offense. You know, he, it, it runs through him. The offense runs and the defense and blah, blah, blah. The, the tempo, the attitude, the culture, all the above. For the Celtics, there's just too many stars. There's just too many people, you know, who can do a lot of things. And everybody gets a turn. Are they too versatile? Is that what you're saying? I, I, almost, mm-hmm. like, I, mean, I do feel like it's so... Like one time, uh, it's like when you watch the Heat, you know Jimmy Butler is in charge. Right, he is in charge. He may defer every now and then, but you know, he's drawing attention. He's dishing. You know, he's shooting. He's taking over when he needs to. If someone's going to take a last shot, it's going to be him. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Marcus Smart. It's not going to be Jalen Brown. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, and I think this is part of the problem. You know, um, with on a, you know, is in the big picture type of thing. Jason Tatum really should be the guy that is vocal enough to say, this is who we are, I'm in charge. But his personality is just not built that way. Look at me. I'm the captain now. What if he – you think if he did that, I think everyone would laugh their ass off. (laughs) No, let me ask you a question. Do you think every guy that is, quote, unquote, the superstar on their team in the NBA has that in them? Like Jimmy Butler, we've even talked about. He's kind of a superstar. He's not really thought like a superstar, but he's clearly the franchise player for the Miami Heat. He's very different. But do you think Embiid should have done that in the 76ers series? Yes. Or, yeah. Or do you think that uh, Jokic says, F you guys, I want the ball every time. Look but at he, what I can do. He is the alpha male Badass. Even when they do, even when they do interviews in Denver, somebody says something. He grabs them and pulls them out of the way. He just handles his business. And here's what's really kind of funny to me is that Jason Tatum is so like enamored with Kobe Bryant. Yep, he's the farthest thing from Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is Kobe Bryant esque. He's the guy mm. with the attitude, with the mentality. With the post-game, you know, I don't care, damn right, damn right. That's who Kobe Bryant is. Jason damn Tatum right. is so far away from really being Kobe. Now, will his game look like Kobe, his fadeaway? Well, like, will he have put up numbers like Kobe? He's the farthest thing from being like Kobe. Jimmy Butler is like Kobe Bryant. If you really want to, like, really wanted some truth and some uh, honesty, Jason Tatum has none of that. Like attitude, because that's what Kobe was. That's he was arrogant. He was cocky. He was in your face. He was matter of fact. He played he was defense. Go, he listen. I mean, that's it, it to just, me. That's why just, Tatum won't be like La La Land. I think Tatum's in La La Land. I think. Uh, I I think if you put the Tatum talent with the Butler mindset of doing the little things and all that stuff, then maybe you end up getting Kobe. Because I don't co-sign. Jimmy Butler offensively couldn't touch Kobe. I think Tatum off- matter. I think what, Tatum what is, offensively what is, is what better. Is, what does it matter? What is game? His so for outcome you, it's is more, the same. So for you, it's more the mindset. But no, no, no. See, you'll sit there and you'll look at Jason Tatum and go, "Well, look how smooth he is. Look at that left hand. Well, look at that step back. Look at the way he, you know, creates uh, attention and gets no. Look listen, the way he goes to the basket. I think oh, you're it's beautiful. I think you're on to something in terms of he he worships Kobe yet. He does not engage on the defensive end the way Kobe Bryant did. I would even say this. I would say, so fine. I'll give right. you that, too. 
But the most important aspect of Kobe Bryant, he's the farthest thing away from. He has the the least comparable aspect of those two is the is their mental toughness, their mental attitude. Will he sit there and wait in an elevator for an opposing team who was talking smack to challenge him to a fight? Oh God, no! Not a chance in hell. No, no. Will no. he Jokic it up and like bad mad mug some guy? Because not in my house, you're not going to disrespect me. No, he runs from contact, like from the real from a real fight. Mm-hmm. He wants nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that he's not a fabulous player because he 100% is. I just think it's interesting that the one guy that he patterns his game after is lacking what I think is the most important piece. And that is? His attitude. His personality. Not his game. Like He's he's obviously gifted beyond belief. So let me ask you this. Do you think that Jason Tatum will never get to the Kobe status in part because he plays with a premier defensive player? And therefore, Tatum doesn't have to be the dog on defense that Kobe was. I don't think I don't think Tatum is a bad defender. I think he, he's not as but he's willing not, as he should be. But he's not Kobe level. And, yeah. and, and like you mentioned, there's the hero worship of there's the hero worship of Kobe Bryant. So but to begin the game, the the one thing that Van Gundy kind of pointed out, which I thought was interesting. Now this is a former coach, okay, that is used to being in these types of situations. He says, Wow, look at Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's guarding Jason Tatum. Huh. Wow, that's interesting because usually the star player doesn't want to work both ends of the court. Mm -hmm. The star player wants to focus on his offense. Can I ask you this? Go ahead. Do you think Jason Tatum will be a nine-time NBA all-defensive first-team player like Kobe? No. Because to me, that was the difference with that guy was that he played just as hard on both ends of the floor, whereas it feels like – there's great output on offense, and the defense kind of wanes a little bit. Yeah. But to your point, if Tatum were going to be at that level, then he should be saying, I'll take Butler. There, are, there. Listen, there are so many aspects. I'll just go back to, I don't know what the hell I was watching. It was a story of Kobe Bryant, or maybe it was something to do with the Olympics. I don't remember what it was, but there's that one classic scene where the, uh, the, the men's uh, Olympic basketball team, right, they were playing against, oh, God, who one of Kobe's teammates. I, think, I don't know if you remember this. Okay, and then the very first play, um, they say, hey, get out of the way. I'm going to run through this guy. I know what, I know what play they're going to run. And he just literally just knocked him down. I can't remember. It was, was it Lopez? I can't remember. One of his teammates. How Gasol? It was Gasol. Okay. He said, I'm going to run. Listen, I know what play they're going to they're gonna do this. They're going to do that. Everybody get out of the way. I'm going to check them. Right when we start, they're going to run this play. First possession, I'm going to run right through his ass. This is my buddy. This is I. This guy's on my team. But, we're not. We're not friends today. Ran right through him, knocked him on the ground, gets the foul, but doesn't matter. This is the way we're playing today. Jimmy Butler did that yesterday. Van Gundy pointed it out. Hey, wow, can't believe that Jimmy Butler's taking Jason Tatum. Usually, guys don't want to wear themselves out on both ends of the court. They just want to save all their energy for offense, so they want to take some. I don't think Jason Tatum is a terrible defender, but uh, that, that to me that is not. If somebody asks you about Kobe Bryant, they don't talk about his three point, you know, uh, you know, technique. They call him the Black Mamba. It's the kiss of death. The guy will strangle you and choke you out. He doesn't care if you're buddies or if you go to the movies together. He wants to win, and anyone who gets in his way, he's he wants to he wants to like knock you to the ground. So, I listen. Again, 
not ripping Tatum, but he ain't Kobe Bryant. And if he wants to be Kobe Bryant, then he needs to like kind of kind of be more mean and nasty and vindictive and hold a grudge. So can Tatum push this team further? Does he need to push himself more? 